0: Welcome to the Design of Communication podcast, I'm your host Gemma Keeling and this podcast is about how you can become a confident communicator as a design, tech or creative professional. Sharing career strategies, language tips and insights and communication techniques to become a powerful communicator and excel in your career and reach a new level of confidence in English. I'll try, but I guess I can do this. Have you ever sabotaged your own success? Our language is incredibly powerful. The language we choose to use changes how others view us. The language we use shares our experiences, our thoughts, and our intentions. It's so powerful, in fact, that a single word can change human behavior. Words create connection. Words can start wars. Words are emotive. They can make you feel good or relaxed. In today's episode, I am diving into language that immediately increases and decreases your credibility and how you are perceived. When you know how to use language, you really do have an advantage. But it can be even more difficult. When English isn't your first language, and the connotations of some words might be positive in your own language, but negative in English. The connotation is the feeling that is associated with the word. The connotation of the word could be quite positive. It could also be neutral or negative. If I say a word like different, different. Has quite a neutral connotation. If I say unique, it has a positive meaning. But if I was to say peculiar, it can have a negative meaning or connotation in English. This is just one example of how language can make us feel and also how a word with similar meanings can leave a big impact or a difference in the negativity or positivity. But what I really wanted to go into today is a problem that I see all too often. I've spoken a lot before about how we can show our confidence, but a big part of that is through our language, the words that we choose to use. I'm going to give you an example. Now, I work with a lot of professionals who deliver presentations. They share their ideas and decisions, but they will add these negative phrases. They might say, I wasn't too sure about this, but I'm hopeless at, I'll never be able to figure this out. I'll try, but it's just such a nightmare. Now, these are pretty negative. Now, it might not be as dramatic. They could say something like, I guess this is the best decision going forward because. I can try that, but. Now, when you hear those phrases, how confident do you feel in what I'm telling you? Do you really trust me? I'm guessing not very much. Now, I especially hear these phrases and negative language when people are being interviewed i've interviewed many people before and i meet a very strong candidate but the language they use is showing me that they have some self doubt they don't have that self belief and when we express ourselves in a negative way it doesn't just show low confidence or self belief it can also give the impression that you are maybe blaming others, or that you're confused. There are times when we might be low in confidence, or we want to blame others. But sometimes we are unaware that the language we are using has this big of an impact. But I do see this as a spectrum. And on the opposite side, there's this phenomena of toxic positivity. You will hear phrases like, everything will be fine. It's not a big deal. It could be worse. Look on the bright side. And these can be just as damaging. I wanted to mention this because speaking with confidence and positivity does not mean putting a positive spin on negative situations. And I've seen this come up a lot, especially with American friends and people that I follow online. American culture values positivity. As a British person, I'm generally very optimistic and I try to be upbeat, but the problem arises when people are forced to seem positive or be in a positive situation where it might not be very natural to do so. Some types of positive thinking are very beneficial, and I will share more on that. Especially when it comes to the language we use. But other kinds of positive thinking can deny or invalidate other people's feelings, including your own, which is very counterproductive. I think it's so important to touch on this because we are inundated with advice to think positively. And this is not what I'm saying in this episode. I can think of one situation with a previous client that I had. Now she was working in a company based in the US and they were always told to bring positivity, which isn't realistic. And anytime they had to share news, they would only really be able to share the positive news. And that might sound great at first, but that worried me Because messages of positivity can deny what is really happening in a company or within teams. And when this happens, it stalls any progress or problem solving. If you wanted to read more about this toxic positivity and the science behind it, then I can highly recommend Gabrielle Ottingen's book, Rethinking Positive Thinking, Inside the new science of motivation, I will put a link in the description, but it's highly recommended. So now I have made it clear that speaking with positivity is when you have the intention to share your best self in the most positive light. And inside, you might not be feeling very confident, but you want to portray this positivity through your language. And sometimes we believe that we're being very confident and we believe that we're sharing positive language, but the words are not coming out the way that we want them to. Now, let's look into how we can share ourselves and explain in the most positive way. There are three areas of language that I'm going to share with you. And the first one is our use of active verbs. Now, when you are talking about what you can do and your achievements, active verbs will demonstrate confidence in what you do and the ideas that you are sharing. So instead of saying, I saved the company money, you can upgrade that and choose a more powerful verb and say, I boosted or I enhanced or I accelerated. These changes might be subtle, but they can leave a big impact. The second is to switch to alternatives with more positive connotations. These words might be like the ones I previously mentioned. So I have some more examples for you. I could say, I am curious to know. This is quite neutral. I could say, I am interested to know, which is more positive. But if you say, saying I'm very nosy and I want to know, it has more negative connotations, even if all three of these mean the same thing. And this applies to phrases as well. Instead of saying I can't do that, which is very negative, you could change it to let me look into that for you. So instead of I can't do that, let me look into that for you. By saying, I can't, you are not giving the best impression, but by saying, let me look into it, you're showing you are more open and helpful. You are going to be perceived in a very different way, even with this small shift in your vocabulary. The next thing is going back on what you say. And what I mean by this is I will hear someone speak very positively about themselves and they give a good impression, but then they will add these words or phrases. And I know we do this all the time and it comes from our self-belief and projecting our internal feelings. It's usually our ego speaking and we don't want to come across as arrogant or having all the answers. For example, adding words like, I think, mm, maybe. For example, I might say, maybe we should create a new system. When you say this, you're saying, I am making this suggestion, but because I add the word maybe, I'm hesitating. I'm uncertain. I'm not sure. It might be very subtle, and it's just this one word, maybe, but that really affects what you're saying and as I said words are very powerful. Now in English we often try to soften language to avoid offense or discomfort. There are times when we soften our language to be polite and there are times for it but there are also times when we're sharing our achievements or getting buy-in from our team and we want to use powerful language and come across as confident in what we're saying. Going back to interviews, I see this a lot. So you might say a positive statement. I have 15 years experience as a marketing director, and I believe I'm the best for this job. Really positive. But then you backtrack, you go back on what you say and say, but maybe... And you start to doubt yourself. Now, this is extreme. But I have heard this many times. It might be that you say something like, "I'm not sure how I would react in this situation, but I guess I would." If you want to come across as "confident and sure," you can say, "I have been in a similar situation before, and I will figure this problem out by." I mean, it's not adding any "I would, I guess, I'm not sure it's." being very clear, and making a statement. So if you are preparing for an interview or a presentation and you want to get buy-in and you know that you will need to convince others, adding phrases like, I guess, I think, maybe, it's not leaving others with that confidence in what you are saying. And there are times when we won't be so confident in what we're saying and we might use negative language. It does happen to all of us. One area, though, that you can focus on is to avoid words like, I can't, don't, won't, or shouldn't. Negative language reflects a negative attitude and mood, but using positive language communicates confidence and a supportive attitude Positive language leaves a powerful impression and it instills confidence. It will take practice to shift your mindset and be aware of the language that you're using. You might not always realize that you're doing it and that's okay. It helps to ask a friend or a mentor or a coach if you feel that this might be a problem. To recap, Focus on avoiding words like can't, I can't do this, so using the alternatives like let me look into that, or don't, won't, shouldn't. When we express ourselves in a negative way, listeners may misconstrue our message and not take you or your ideas seriously. Be careful with littering your speech with words like, I guess, I think, I'm not sure, maybe. This is portraying doubt. You're showing that you're not sure in what you're saying, even if you are. And finally, the language we choose to use changes how others view us and how we perceive ourselves. Our language is incredibly powerful. If you would like to build your communication in English, then check out my free guide and start building your confidence today. You can find it at guide.fluentspeakers.co.uk. You've got this. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the design of communication if you have enjoyed today's episode and listening to the design of communication podcast then please follow us on spotify google and apple podcasts and share the link with a friend or colleague who will benefit any questions you might have feel free to send them my way i love hearing from you thank you so much see you next week